Welcome to another episode of Spock Sports Show, sponsored locally through Barbary Law Firm. It's a look at everything sports here in the mid-Michigan area. And now, here's your host, Chris Spock. Welcome on into another edition of Spock Sports Show here on Buck 92 and podcasting, well, wherever you get your podcasts. We are presented by Barbary Law Firm. Every case they take, they take personally, personal injury, car accident, claim, divorce, anything you need lawyer-wise. Barbary Law Firm is the man, the place to go to. Don't call somebody you don't know call Joe right here in Mount Pleasant and he will get you connected. He will get you hooked up with what you need to know. He's wrote a book on everything law. Go check him out. Barbary Law. And this is the week, of, you know, spring break, call it spring break, Spock Sports Show, doing the high school basketball review. As basketball finals, the boys and girls are now over. It's going to kind of do a review of our five ultra-local teams with the boys and the girls. And we're going to talk that Spock starting five for boys and girls high school basketball. So we're going to start with Claire. We'll work our way over to Beale City and the Shepherd's Sacred Art. And we'll finish up things talking about the Mount Pleasant Oilers. And then we'll talk that Spock starting five the last couple minutes of the show. So Claire boys, they finished their season at 9-14 and 14 after graduating an unreal class last year. Wrecker, Ingram, Al Warner. And they also improved a lot after getting back all sports star Miles Haggard in the later part of the season. And Richie Montgomery, Ryan, Ryan Louch provided a solid one-two punch with Ryan Louch and Montgomery really coming together at the end of the year. They're both going to be back next year along with the aforementioned Miles Haggard. So I expect them to at least flip-flop that record next year with Coach Alexander. And the girls fared a bit better this year with a 14-10 record going 10-4 and in a really strong Jack Pine Girls League. They actually had four girls go over 100 points in Jack Pine play, which is some great balance. Fatty McMillan, Kendra Fouts, Maddie Jones, and Izzy Jones. And both the Claire girls and boys saw their season end in the districts. The boys fell in the district semifinal to Midland Bullet Creek, and the girls fell at the hands of and it ended up being like 21-3 and standard, 21-4, and I think standard Sterling Central, who fell in their next game two big rapids in the regional semifinal. I think the only time we saw the Claire's this year with a couple boys games versus Shepard is our schedule, you know, really starting to open up as we have some really good Beale City girls teams and Mount Pleasant girls teams this year. So the Claire boys finished 9-14, fell in the district semifinal to Midland Bullet Creek. The Claire girls finished 14-10, falling in the district final to Standis Sterling. Now to talk some Beale City hoops, and woo, they had a great year of hoops as the girls had their first 10-win season, I think back in 2015 with Coach Fletcher, and had just a one senior, and the boys won 19 games with just two seniors on their squad. Shout out to C.C. Faber, Caden Strauss, and Braylon Zucker, those three, you know, lone seniors in the basketball program. The girls finished 14 and 8, and they played in just a loaded Jack Pine. Six of their seven regular season losses, well, all their regular season losses were in conference, but six of them were to 24 and 2 Lake City, 19 and 4, and 16 and 6 McBain. So they were 0 and 6 against those teams. You take that away, 14 and 2. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Then their district was just as loaded, if not more loaded, than their conference. With Sanford Meridian coming in with one loss. Saginaw Valley Lutheran who ended their season. They were 19-3 and an eventual state champion Hemlock. And so, whew, talk about a loaded district. That was it right there. Big things ahead for the Aggie girls and same for the boys. Like I said, I'll say it again. One senior on the girls teams. Two seniors on the boys team. Boys finished 19-5. Second place in the Highland behind McBain High. And they actually went 8-0. and Had a really good stretch in the month of February. And actually going up in the fourth quarter versus Sanford Meridian in the district final before 
falling to them. Sanford Meridian was upended in the next game by T.C. Francis, who made it all the way to the state finals in Class C before falling to eventual, well, obviously eventual champion Flint Beecher. So the Beale City girls, 14-8, and eight, their best season, so you got to go way back to 2015. And the Beale City boys, 19-5, and five, just three seniors in the whole kit and caboodle. So big things ahead for Beale City basketball. Next couple years, whew, they could be outstanding. Now let's talk some Shepard Blue Jay basketball. We'll start with the girls who finished their season 10-13. I believe we only saw them once this year to open up things as they took on the Mount Pleasant Oiler girls. They finished 7-7 in conference play. Good for fourth place in the really tough Jack Pine. Maddie Gates led the way with the Shepard girls averaging around 10 points per game. Right behind her, Morgan Blarzniak. Pardon me if I butchered that name. Ellie Sickles and Katie Robinson. Was great for the Shepard girls looking ahead, similar to the Beale City girls. Sickles was the only senior of that scoring group there, with the other three just being sophomores. They fell a really tight battle in their district semifinals, falling to Central Montcalm 49-47 after they had beat them in a close game earlier in the year. But the Blue Jay boys, whoo, they had one of their best years since the names like Silverthorne, McGuire, McLaughlin, Stegman were running around, and Stegman was back on the sidelines. They opened their season 13-1 before dropping two of three and then picking things right back up. They won the Jack Pine Conference play 12-2 as their record. They were one game up of Sanford Meridian. The Jays actually then avenged their first loss of the regular season by dispatching rival Elma in the district final 47-44. It was a huge win for the program. They beat Elma a couple years ago in the district final, but that was kind of an upset. This was kind of a more, well, we are on the scene now as a basketball program. 47-44 was that final score. They then faced Saginaw High in the regional semifinal. Saginaw High for several years has played up in Class A, now playing in Class B where their enrollment is. And so, ooh, tough game there. But Cam Williams had him in route in the first half at five threes. And then, if you believe in a jinx, it might be this guy right here as I'm pointing at myself. I turned on the game on the NFHS network after I had done the Mount Pleasant Oilers game up in Cat- or, or Gaylord earlier that day, pardon me. When I turned it on, it was 28-24 in the third quarter before Saginaw's pressure kind of really started to wreak havoc for the Jays. In particular, it was that half-court press that gave them a lot of trouble. Saginaw High went on to win that game 47-33. And the starting five all put up impressive numbers for the Shepherd Blue Jay boys. Bendley, Walters, Williams, Flannery, all averaging around 10 points per game. Colton Dysinger led the way offensively with 17 points per game. But you're going to have Bendley, you're going to have Walters, Flannery are all going to be gone, but Cam Williams, Colton Dysinger could bring a big scoring punch back for the Shepherd Blue Jay boys next year. So the Shepherd Blue Jay girls finished their season at 10 and 13, falling to Central Montcalm in the district semifinal. And the Shepherd Blue Jay boys go 20 and 5, falling in the regional semifinal to Saginaw High. Now let's talk some Sacred Heart Academy Irish hoops and the girls and the boys both won district championships, the only local school to do that. And the Sacred Heart girls, well, we didn't see them as much as we have in the past because we had some really strong Beale City girls teams, strong Mount Pleasant team, stole a game or two that we'd usually cover with the Irish girls. They finished the regular, well, they finished their season 15-9 and nine on the year. They were third place in the MSAC behind Carson City Crystal and a loaded St. Charles team. They went 18-0 and 0 in conference play and eventually fell in the state title game to Maple City Glen Lake. The Irish girls in the playoffs dispatched Coleman in the district semis for having whew, just one of those moments that high school sports is all about. They were trailing by two points in overtime, just a couple seconds left when they inbounded it to sophomore Sophie Hauk, and she buried a three 
at the buzzer from the corner, make it 48-47 for Damon Brown to win his 13th district title in 16 years. The Irish girls fell on their next game in the regional semis to Saginaw Michigan Lutheran Seminary. Lexi Zion, Liza Peratt, Angel Brown were the three lone seniors in Damon Brown's final year of coaching at Sacred Heart Academy. So he will have coached 16 years at Sacred Heart, 13 of those years he won a district championship, and I want to say six or seven of those years may have won a regional championship and made it to the state finals, state semifinals as well. But more than anything, I wrote a cheesy article about him that you can find at my1043.net. The one thing that I always saw from Mr. Damon Brown was poise, poise, poise. Now, there's nothing wrong with a coach yelling time or, you know, time or not. They all do things their own way. But with Damon Brown, it was all about poise. It was all about being Mr. Smooth. And it rubbed off on his girls in a great, great way. And I think that's one of the reasons why they were so, so successful in his 16-year tenure at the helm. And selfishly, as a broadcaster, I just got to give him a big, big thank you, too, because without him, well, a lot of times I was done earlier in March, in particular in the Scout Nelson, Avery Gamble, Sophie Ruggles, years I will say and you know, shout out to all those other girls too but boy what a, what a pleasure it was to be able to cover that man the last you know, several years since 13 out of 16 district championships I think that kind of speaks for itself and the Irish boys another young squad as you've heard me say a lot just three seniors on their team Sammy Powell David Hunter and Big Joe Howell they went 18 and 7 on the season and oh man I still think about it in their regional final they were actually up 7 to 0 at the very beginning game very beginning of the game versus Hillman Hillman called a good timeout they ultimately went on to fall to Hillman, 65-53. The Irish boys tied Carson City Crystal for second place in the MSAC behind Montebello, and very well could have been a bit better, too, as well, if they hadn't been missing Grady Peratt for a big part of the season. In fact, the only loss they had to a Class D school their size was in the playoffs to Hillman. They scheduled up in a bunch of games, said they fell to Carson City Crystal, they fell to Blanchard Montebello, but those are Class C schools, and they also played Gladwin, Corona, Class B schools in the regular season to really, you know, kind of beef up things for the playoffs, and it worked for them, winning a district championship and almost winning themselves a regional championship. So the Sigurar girls finished their season 15-9, and losing in the regional semifinal to Saginaw Michigan Lutheran Seminary. The Irish boys finished their season 18 and 7 falling in the regional final to hillman time to take a break here on spock sports show when we come back we're going to talk about the mount pleasant oiler girls and boys basketball teams and then we're going to break down the spock starting five for boys and girls high school hoops here in mid-michigan you listen to spock sports show on buck 92 and podcasting wherever you get your podcasts if you've got legal questions and you don't know what to do my attorney is joe barbary he can be your stew Hi, this is Joe Barber. Here's a motor vehicle accident tip. If you've been injured in an auto accident, you don't have to go to Detroit to get the best legal team to represent you. Myself and my staff have been doing auto accidents in the Central Michigan area for over 30 years. Most people I know don't want to drive 150 miles to meet with somebody that they've never met before. If you retain us at Barbary Law, you'll meet with an attorney face-to-face and you'll be minutes away from doing so. So keep that in mind if you're injured or, God forbid, a loved one is injured or killed in a motor vehicle accident. Contact Barbara Law and we'll take care of you. My attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours too. We now return you to Chris Spockman and the Spock Sports Show, live from the Barbary Law Firm's mobile sports studio, right here on Buck 92. 
Welcome back. It is Fox Sports Show on Buck 92, presented by Barberry Law Firm. Every case they take, they take personally. Personal injury claim, divorce, criminal. Well, it's not criminal right now, Dave Barbary, but if there's anything you need lawyer-wise, they are the ones to go to. The team at Barberry Law Firm can take care of you, and if they can't take care of you, they'll find somebody they can. For example, I have a friend right now just went through some criminal stuff, nothing big, but, you know, sometimes... Bad things happen to good people. Went to talk to Barberry. Barberry, you know, couldn't take the case with Dave Barberry being prosecuted right now, but he pointed him in the right direction. And also personal injury claim. The insurance companies know Joe. You don't need to call some 1-800 number and talk to somebody that you don't know. Call Barberry Law Firm and talk to somebody right here in Mount Pleasant. In the first half of our show, we were talking all things Claire, Sacred Art, Beale City, Shepherd Boys and Girls High School Hoops, where their season's finished, how they ended up. Now it's time to talk about some Mount Pleasant Oiler girls and boys basketball. And the Mount Pleasant girls are their best season in a long time, starting 14-10. and 10. And the teams that they lost to were all just pretty darn ridiculous. With a 20-2 at DeWitt, 17-5 and five Freeland, 15-7 and seven Flint Powers, Bay City Western, 15-7 and seven Dow. You get the picture. But their best years, I think, going back 2007-2008. And it was the first time since 2008 that they won a district game. They played at Midland Dow in the district championship. Ooh, it was a fantastic game final Dow 56 Mount Pleasant 46 but it was one of those games similar to the Mount Pleasant boys that you hear me talk about in the end that you still felt pretty darn good at the end of everything congratulations to coach to Russia and the Mount Pleasant girls for having a great season it said good things are ahead Ava Petrino Jordan Egger two sophomores that were just outstanding this year for the Mount Pleasant girls really excited to see both of them back in the backcourt as juniors next year also have Abby Bailey Autumn McIntyre back who got a bunch of playing experience bunch of starts this year as well. That just leaves us one team left to talk about, and that is the Mount Pleasant Oiler boys basketball team. And coming into the season, didn't really know exactly what to think of the Oilers basketball team. And I'm not going to take a huge dive into things because you should check out my podcast from last week's Fox Sports Show as I sat down with Coach Dan Schell. And him and I had a good 20-minute conversation about this team, how great it was, how fun he had, how much fun he had this year as a coach, and so much more. But the Oiler boys ended 18-8 and on the year and had just an unbelievable playoff run two huge wins over Bay City Western in an overtime classic win against Midland Dow in the district championship. Then they rolled Traverse City Central in the second half and ultimately fell in overtime to Grand Blank 54-53 and oh, a couple shots so close at the end from Andrew Barbie and Amani Green. It was just a fantastic atmosphere over at Saginaw Heritage. Big shout out to the Mount Pleasant community who really came out, really showed out for that. And to kind of talk a little bit about that Oiler playoff run, I'm going to play what I played in the pregame before that regional championship against Grand Blank. Kind of a little pump-up thing here. I think you really enjoy this. And when we come back, we'll talk about Spock starting five. 10 best players, boys and girls, high school hoops in the mid-Michigan area. On your home for high school sports in mid-Michigan, Buck 92 from the Barberry Law from Mobile Sports Studios as we get set for this huge regional championship game. It's kind of reset things. Talk about how the Oilers got here. The high school hoop season is long. It seems like a long time ago when it was December 6th of 2022 when the Oilers opened their season at home, besting Midland High 66-42. Mount Pleasant Oiler boys basketball team finished their regular season 15-7 on the season and opened up district playoff action in Midland Alvers Bay City Western, winning that game 59-47. Then looked the best rival Midland Dow for the second time in a month and had an unbelievable comeback win in the district final classic. Green wants the three, and he buries it! Green, his third three of the second half, 
and he closes the gap to one. Barbie thought about another three, spins into the lane, wide open for the layup. That's a move right there, Chris. That is a move. Wow. 49, 48, our score as both teams come back out on the floor. 2.22 left to go in the fourth quarter. The Oilers trailed by eight at the half. Inbounding, it's going to be Roosevelt. Goes to Zelensky. He's double teamed. Over to Smith. He's able to catch and shoot. It's up. No good. No good. We're headed to overtime at 51 apiece. The Oilers battle back. Head to overtime. We'll take a break. Green with it to Barbie. He wants the go ahead three. It's good. You hear the crowd from Mount Pleasant Roar. Monty Green creates the space over to Barbie. Barbie up fakes, now into the lane. Shot Ooh. is up, and it's good. They get it in. Zelinski wants the three for the win. No good. Yes. That's yes, it. yes, 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 yes. That's it. It's over. 57, 55. Mount Pleasant wins it. After that dramatic district championship victory, the Oilers rolled Traverse City Central in the second half Monday night. Low, nice the post entry pass and by Barotchuk. And one! Barotchuk now with 14 in a beautiful dish on the baseline from Aiden Klein the second time tonight. It's gone from quarterback to wide receiver, from wide receiver to quarterback <laughs> on the basketball court. Barbie Sensi's has got to make it happen. Gets in the lane. Gets it to go. A huge third yes. quarter for Andrew Barbie. To Barbie, he up fakes at the three-point line. He's in the lane. He's gonna force mm. up the shot and get it to go. 10 in the quarter for the senior Barbie. Nice move by Hogan as he knifes in the lane, but it's swatted away by Barodachuk. And bounce pass, goes out the climb. Now to Scooter Polk, they get it down to Barodachuk. And he throws it down right on top of Hogan. 17 now for Barodachuk. And it goes back up to an 11-point lead. Green reigns in the three off the shake Whoa. and make. And it's all Oilers. They explode the lead. 64-47 the score. Five seconds remaining. Four seconds. There it is. The Oilers win. 64-47. Moving on to the regional final. And now it's time for that regional final as the Mount Pleasant Oilers face their biggest test of the season as they take on the 23-2 number one ranked Grand Blank Bobcats. It's time for Mount Pleasant Oilers Regional Championship Basketball on your home for high school sports in mid-Michigan, Buck 92. And hope you enjoyed that. Welcome back on in, talking some Oiler hoops. And yeah, the Mount Pleasant Oiler boys finished their season 18 and 8 on the year, falling to Grand Blank in the regional final by one point in overtime. And the Mount Pleasant Oiler girls finishing their season 14 and 10 on the year, their best season since going back 2007-2008. That just leaves us Spock's starting five to talk about. And we'll start with boys high school hoops. And I had a tough time, really tough time. So we had the all 22 team for football, Spock and Hybels, JNR all 22 team. Got Spock starting five with JNR engraving here. And picking 22 was tough. I think we ended up with 24, but got to keep it to five and five here for Spock starting five because, you know, no, no sixth man or anything like that here. But I didn't know about picking three guys from the same team. But then I thought about a couple years ago, you know, Sacred Heart Boys really dominated our coverage with Mr. Wentworth, Mr. Freedom, and Mr. Wilson. And they definitely would have been three of the five guys in the starting five that year. And so I kind of had myself thinking, you know what? It is all right. I am going with those three guys from Mount Pleasant, Andrew Barbie, Logan Barodachuk, and the super dribbling machine, Imani Green. All three of them were just fantastic all year long. 
And coming into the season, you just didn't know exactly what you were going to get with the other boys. Those three just meshed together so well in the starting lineup. It was just a pleasure to watch. And then the Shepherd boys went with the senior, the 20-5 and five team. Justin Flanner, he's been, been fantastic for three years at the varsity level for the Shepherd Blue Jay boys, but was a big key to their defense. It was great on offense, and in particular, the game against Mount Pleasant had 20 points. Just really showed me something going up against a really great athlete in Logan Borodichuk and was able to hold his own. And then from Beale City, got Mr. Josh Wilson, the junior. The couple times we saw them, he was just absolutely fantastic. I believe he had 13 in the first quarter in a first game against McBain, which they just absolutely dusted their rival. So Spock starting five, yeah, I wouldn't want to go up against these guys. Josh Wilson, Justin Flannery, Andrew Barbie, Logan Barodichuk, and the super dribbling machine, Amani Green. Sliding over to girls high school hoops and Spock starting five. And think things are going to be a little, a little different here, but it'll all make sense in the end. And I asked some girls about this and they were all okay with it. And if you noticed, it was all upperclassmen with the boys high school hoops and you wanted to maybe do something similar for the girls... But well, we got some great young girls in the mid-Michigan area. Starting with the Mount Pleasant Oiler girls, senior Katie Shell, just unbelievable in her four years at varsity for the Mount Pleasant Oiler girls. And this is where things start to get young. Had to go with the sophomore Jordan Egger. I believe she was 20, 22 points per game. Just fantastic. How do you feel the shoes of Mackenzie Egger? Well, you put up 20 points a game as a sophomore. That, that's doing all right. And then the Beale City girls basketball team had to go with a pair of sophomores there as well. Except only one senior on that team. But Liddy Salisbury was fantastic in the game I saw earlier this year when the Beale City girls bested Sacred Heart Academy for the first time since I think 2010 or so, going or 2015, so going back a long, long time there. And Lauren Lakari, when they got their 10th win of the season for the first time also since 2015 over McBain Northern Michigan Christian, 36-28. I believe she had 17 points. It was like 10 of 11 from the free throw line. Made a bunch of clutch free throws in the fourth quarter. You know this guy absolutely loved that. So you got Katie Shell, Jordan Egger from Mount Pleasant, Laura Nakari, Liddy Salisbury from Beale City. And then the fifth one, like I said, I asked about this. It's okay. I had to go with my man, yeah, Damon Brown for my fifth and final spot for the girls. Spock starting five. Kind of a lifetime recognition award, I will say, for the coach. Again, I asked about it. I was told this is more than okay. But 13 of 16 years, he led his girls' teams to a district championship. And that's not even my favorite Damon Brown stat. There might have also been five or six state semifinals, state finals runs as well. But the cool thing that I always thought about, he coached there for 16 years, and it wasn't until the end of this year that he had a losing streak. Yeah, the first time he ever lost three games in a row was towards the end of this year to Carson City Crystal, Coleman, and St. Charles. That St. Charles game was a makeup as well, so it shouldn't have really happened. Think about that. 16 years, 20 games minimum, that's 320 games, and for the first time ever, he had a losing streak towards the end of this year. Whether he rides off in the sunset or decides to pick up that whistle again, he is definitely going to be an MHSA Hall of Fame coach. So Spock starting five for the girls. We'll say head coach Damon Brown, one of the five, and then we got Lauren Lakari. Liddy Salisbury from Beale City, Katie Shell and Jordan Eggert from Mount Pleasant. For the boys, Josh Wilson from Beale City, Justin Flannery from Shepard, and then the trio from Mount Pleasant with Andrew Barbie, Logan Barodichuk, and the super dribbling machine, Amani Green. That's going to wrap things up for Spock Sports Show, presented by Barberry Law Firm. Every case they take, they take personally. Be back with you next week. MyMichiganPodcast.com, Buck 92, 7 p.m. every Monday night. Make sure you join us. It's everything you need to know. Mid-Michigan High School Sports, Spock Sports Show. 
Show. Back with you next week. Thank you for listening to Fox Sports Show with Chris Bachman. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views, opinions of Latitude Media, our sponsors, affiliates, and My1043 or Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.